Welcome to the first and last episode of Scientific Teaching, the podcast, where I, Elizabeth, a second-year neuroscience PhD student at Arizona State University, will be interviewing a guest to talk about some questions surrounding online teaching. Specifically, I have one framing question this semester, and throughout the course of scientific teaching, I've been using it to organize my thoughts. It's how can we replicate the engagement, discussion, and community seen in in-person classes and online courses? So my guest today, Madeline, is a senior in the nutrition program at Arizona State University, and I wanted her on because she began her degree through Starbucks' ASU online program and has since transitioned into in-person courses. So she's got experience as a fully online student and also as a fully in-person student. So today we're going to talk about her experience in uh, both of these areas, as well as her thoughts on my framing question. Madeline, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for being here. So uh, first I would like for you to just sort of give us an idea of what your day-to-day life looked like when you started uh, in ASU's online program through Starbucks. Mm, okay. Um, I was working at Starbucks um, 20 to 30 hours a week and then also balancing school um and yeah so how does the ASU program work um so for the ASU like Starbucks program you um basically you just have to get benefits so you have to work there for at least six months and then you're able to um enroll and they have a variety of online programs that you can enroll into and the program that I picked was a food management program. So in your experience what are some of the main pros and cons of a fully online uh, college experience? Um, So pros are definitely just flexibility. All the lectures are recorded so you can watch them anytime and pretty much work on schoolwork whenever, work it around your schedule. I know for me, a lot of times I'd be doing my lectures at like 2 a.m., which is ridiculous, but it's pretty nice having that kind of flexibility. Um, And then for cons, I would say um, obviously just the social aspect of it. You don't get to engage with your teacher or your classmates as much. Um, they do try to do group projects with online classes, but it's not really the same. Um, so yeah, that, and then also just having, you just have to have discipline if you're going to do online classes, I think, to make yourself get things done, because it's less in your face, and you have to just make time for it. So since you have transitioned Um, at least pre-COVID to in-person classes, Um, what are some of the main things that you've noticed? What are some of the biggest differences? And again, do you have any sort of like pro-con takeaways for in-person courses? Uh, For in-person, the pros are definitely, I guess, the opposite of what it was for the cons. Just um, it's really nice getting to learn in an environment with other students and have it be more engaging um, 
it's nice getting to do things like presentations or group projects where you can actually like, see the people and all that. Um, cons would be, um, I guess, <laughs> time management again. Back <laughs> to the same thing for uh, in person is just the time of commuting and all that kind of stuff. Um, it takes more time out of your day to go to in-person classes. Right. See, as um, when I was doing my undergraduate, I was a student athlete, and I felt like one of the things that you touched on with the convenience of the online courses was something that I experienced. I had to pick up a few online classes, so I was like a mixed, like in-person and online. But... The nice thing about online is that, like, I was doing them at 2 a.m. from airports, and yeah. I don't it's know. Nice. It's nice because, like, you also, sometimes, you know, if a course is offered at a time when you're working, or, like, for me yeah. when I was in practice, I would have had to wait a semester or a year to take it if it weren't for online courses, and right. then that might have ended up delaying my graduation and stuff like that. So one of the things that I feel like I've noticed in online courses is that I'm not as engaged. I struggle to pay attention um, compared to being in a lecture hall. And I definitely am not interacting with my peers, TAs, or instructors as much. So in this semester, I've been taking scientific teaching and I have this framing question that I would like your thoughts on. It's uh, how can we replicate the engagement, discussion, and community seen in person classes in the online courses? Um, <clears throat> I would say one way that you could do it, I know, like, I have a teacher who does this now, is do things like polls throughout the class like she'll ask like fun questions or um, educational questions just to keep us engaged and it always is kind of she comes up with creative questions for us so it's actually interesting and can be thought-provoking um, so yeah things utilizing things like polls or um, breakout rooms even silly things like the little filters on Zoom. <laughs> I know that can be fun <laughs> to put that on. Um, just to kind of like break the ice and, I don't know, make it feel more comfortable since you don't really get that in-person interaction with people. Um, yeah, that would be my ideas. I don't have any other ideas, I guess. Yeah, there have been a couple others that I've seen in some of my courses where my instructors have really started using discussion boards and even Slack. I feel like that app uh, has a more like casual feel to it. It's almost like texting, like, but it's your whole class and your instructors. So like people occasionally send like, I mean, they send like really informative stuff. We have one for scientific teaching, but also like just like more uh, casual, like, oh, here's some interesting, like, link to an article, or here's some seminar that's going on, and it does definitely feel like more of a, I don't know, like, a sense of community with yeah. our peers, even though we're not seeing them in person, like usual. Let's see. So, yeah, and I think that those are also a couple of, like, the technologies that uh, instructors could 
use right now to make things a little bit more interactive. So one way that I feel like usually increases discussion in online lectures that I've seen is the use of some active learning strategies. And it's something that we've been going over in scientific teaching. So basically, it's sort of like deviating from a more traditional traditional lecture style where you'll like log on to Zoom and your instructor will have a PowerPoint presentation and you basically are just sitting there watching them lecture for, you know, an hour and a half. Have any of your teachers done anything like that since COVID started or have you been in mostly traditional lecture style classes online? Um, I think I have a few classes that do more active learning. One of my classes, um, we have to read all the material before class and then it's kind of like an application. It's a counseling class, so we have to practice what we learned um, in breakout rooms um, with other classmates. So um, it's a good way to get to practice the material and be engaged. Can you tell a difference at all in the amount of material that you retain in the more active style class versus the lecture style, or is there really no difference? Um, I feel like I'm probably learning more in the active in general, just because I feel like with normal lecture classes, you're soaking up a lot of things at once, where... Um, in active learning, you're kind of getting to practice it and be more engaged. And I think maybe it, the information lasts longer just because sometimes I feel like I forget everything with a traditional lecture class, you know? Yeah, I definitely think that a traditional lecture can be a lot at once. And it, you're usually just trying to keep up with like taking notes before <laughs> they flip the next slide. Yeah. Well, I think that's all the time that I have today. So thank you for spending a few minutes with me and giving me your perspective. It's been fun. And that concludes the first and last episode of this podcast on scientific teaching and online uh, instruction. So thanks for listening.